Welcome to Binge on Selvah podcast. I'm your host Anna, but you can call me Anchi. For the past few years, I've been struggling with binge eating disorder, severe procrastination issues, and a really poor self-image. Any kind of self-love has been pretty much non-existent. But I've realized I'm not alone in this, as millions of others struggle with accepting who they are, and we all fight our inner battles. I'm not an expert on this, nor I claim to be, but I have a story and I want to share it with you guys, raw and honest, with all its highs and lows. Every Tuesday, I share my experience, thoughts and tips on overcoming binge eating disorder, procrastination and tips on gaining self-love and respect. Join me and our listeners on our journey to build a healthier and kinder relationship with ourselves. Make sure to subscribe to Binge on Selvaf podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss any future episode. For more content on binge eating, procrastination, selvaf and self-acceptance, visit bingeonselvaf.com and follow me on Instagram at bingeonselvaf. Disclaimer, Binge on Selvaf podcast is intended for informational purposes only. It doesn't provide professional medical advice and it is not a substitute for a diagnosis or treatment. Hey everyone, welcome to Binge on Selvaf podcast. It's your girl Anna, but you can call me Anchi. Welcome to 2021 and to the very first episode of 2021. I can't believe how quickly has 2020 passed and here we are again, starting another year, another chapter of our lives. I'm so excited to be recording this episode. I know it took me a little longer to post this than I originally planned because I'm actually recording this for the second time. I didn't really like how the first time turned out, so let's hope for the best this time. Before we dive into today's episode, I'm going to do a little self-reflection moment, if you will. Some of you may know, if you've listened to the last episode of 2020, that I took a short break. I took, I think, five or six weeks off this podcast because I wanted to do, because I wanted to redesign this podcast a little bit. And I know I've only been recording this podcast for about three months or so, but I felt that I needed to improve so many things. I wanted to have more time to research for each episode and I wanted to come up with topics that will hopefully be helpful for you guys and for me as well because this podcast is like a great self-reflection and it's like almost feel like a therapy to me, honestly. So I took a few weeks off, self-assured that I'm gonna come up with one episode after another, but that's exactly what didn't happen. Most of the time, I was just sitting in front of my computer, staring at the blank screen, doubting about myself, about my abilities, even about me doing this podcast. You may be wondering, like, why the hell am I even telling you this? Like, who the fuck cares, right? Um, But I'm sharing this for two reasons. Reason number one is because the whole point of this podcast is being honest and share my experience with you honestly and transparently and there would be no point in acting like I'm a super productive person and I have everything under control because I don't. And the reason number two why I'm sharing this with you 
is to show that everything is not always perfect. Even though I've come a long way from the period of my life when all I was doing was binge eating and procrastinating my life away, I still, ha I still have a lot to learn and a lot to work on and a long journey to go. And that's exactly the journey, that's what I'm sharing with you. If you ever felt like this, if you ever felt like you failed because something didn't go as you planned or because you did worse than you hoped you will do, then just know you didn't fail. The only time you will ever possibly fail is when you stop trying. So here I am trying to do this better than before. So thank you for listening to my little self-confession moment. And now let's get into today's episode. If you're listening to this episode, the day it's been released, it's now January, the time of the year when most of us put an extra effort into making our lives a little bit better, when we are when we are all trying to improve our skills, when we are setting new goals and new challenges for ourselves. I'm not necessarily a fan of New Year's resolutions. Uh, by the way, if you want to know why, go check out the bonus episode from 2020. I leave a link to that episode in the show notes so you can easily listen to it if you like. I actually think New Year's resolutions are bullshit and I do so for multiple reasons. But I do love setting new goals in general. I think they are essential if you want to improve your life in some kind of way. But just setting a goal isn't enough. You need to work for it, which may seem obvious. But what many of us experience when we are working towards something is a lack of consistency, a lack of consistent effort. I myself feel like the least consistent person in the world, especially when I fall into the procrastination loop. But consistency and our consistent effort really is the only thing that can make our dreams come true. If you want to break a bad habit such as procrastination or if you want to build a new habit like going for a walk more often, you need to be consistent. Therefore, I decided to dedicate today's episode to consistency. Why consistency is the key to anything, why it's so hard sometimes to be consistent, and I'll share a few tips for you to try on how to actually be more consistent. When you think consistency, it's pretty simple to understand and it makes just so much sense. The more you do something, the better you become at it. Consequently, the more you do something, the better you become and the more chances that you'll see the results you hoped for. Consistency also plays a huge role in building habits, whether it's positive ones or negative ones. For instance, if you play volleyball three times a week consistently, you'll get better and better at it. And even though each practice you feel like you're not doing that much and it may seem like you're not progressing, in the bigger scheme, in the bigger picture, a few weeks or a few months later, you will see and you will notice the results of your effort. You'll notice the results of being consistent. And similarly, if you procrastinate and you'll postpone things that need to get done for later, after some time, you may notice that it became harder for you to do even the smallest task, all because you were consistent in your behavior. Being or not being consistent 
is a reflection or where we are in life, what things we have or we don't have in our lives. And I'm not talking just about material stuff. If you keep a job, it's most probably because you decided to show up every day and work every day. If you manage to save some money, it's because you decided to save a little bit of money consistently. If you have a strong relationship with someone, it's because you've spent time with them, again, consistently for a certain period of time. Similarly, if you've been procrastinating for a few weeks and now you have a project that needs to be finished, the fact that you are now stressed out and you don't have much time left, it is all consequence of procrastinating, consequence of consistent choices you've been making for a certain period of time. I've mentioned in some of my previous episodes that I often have the all or nothing mindset. I either feel like I need to do everything and I need to do it perfectly or I don't even bother trying. So I definitely lack consistency in many things that I do. I manage to work hard for a few weeks but then I quit and I do nothing for literally months. And obviously the more I procrastinated the less consistent I've become, whether it's with exercise, eating, finances, hobbies, you name it. I always worked hard for a week or two, then I would get through another week and then I would show up maybe like once or twice and then I would just give up. I never worked for anything consistently. And being inconsistent led me to feeling frustrated and blaming everything and everyone for the fact that I failed yet again. I honestly believe that consistency is what makes a difference in the long term. And being consistent doesn't mean you need to be your best every single time. It means you simply show up. Every time you're supposed to show up, every time you're promised yourself, you will show up. And you don't have to set crazy goals like working out five times a week if you've never ever worked before. You can start with like 10 minutes a day to be more active. Like start small and be consistent. I feel like doing something every now and then, it's like, yeah, it's probably better than not doing anything at all. But ultimately, what's going to make a difference, what's going to make that change is consistency. I'm not sure if you ever heard of the compound effect or the compound habits, but according to Darren Hardy, the author of the compound effect book, that's all that really matters. I haven't read it yet, but it's definitely on my to-read list. And the compound effect is basically a consequence of doing a small action consistently over a certain period of time. And all those tiny actions you do consistently lead to a bigger result. So whenever you'll start to doubt yourself and you'll feel like quitting, and you're like, "Mm, I'm not in the mood for that right now, or I would much rather be doing something else. Think of consistency. At the time, try to think of consistency. Think of the fact that by your action today, you are getting one step closer to your goal. If your goal is to write a book, sit down every day and write something. It doesn't matter how little or how much you write, it all counts. It all contributes to the bigger picture. One more thing I want to mention in relation to why consistency is the key and why consistency matters is talent. I'm going to be completely honest with you and say that I've always been jealous 
of talented people. I've always, always admired people who had a natural talent, or at least what I thought was a natural talent. Singers, actors, speakers, designers, dancers, writers, entrepreneurs. I admired them so much, but deep down I was jealous and I was mad at myself for not having any special talent for anything. And very often I felt like I am not good enough and I believe that I can never be good at anything and I can never accomplish anything in my life simply because I had no talent. But do you know what? Consistency beats talent anytime. You can be talented as hell, but if you don't work consistently, someone not as talented is going to outwork you. All those people that we admire, artists, entrepreneurs, writers, sure they may be talented, but they also worked really really hard to get where they are. And they work consistently. And speaking from my own experience, I feel like it's easier to believe that someone succeeded simply because they are talented or pretty or rich or somehow privileged. Yeah, definitely sometimes that can be the case. But our unhappiness, us not seeing the results we hoped for, it isn't fault of us not being talented enough, but it is a fault of us not being consistent. Us not working consistently on something that we want, something that we believe will make us happier. It's the number of times you show up that counts. You can be talented, you can be ambitious, you can be lucky, but showing up every day is what will make a true difference. In my opinion, this also applies to creativity. We think that in order to be creative, we can't force ourselves to do something. We need to feel inspired and we need to be ready to create. But I actually think you need to force yourself. You need to force yourself and go play the piano even, even if you don't feel like it. And you need to go and write those words even if you don't want to. And you need to take the canvas and brush and paint. And although you may not really feel inspired or creative, practice makes perfect. Consistency makes you better at anything you do. I can speak from my own experience. I always wanted to do music. I always wanted to learn how to sing and how to play piano and how to write my own music. But I've never been consistent. I've always waited for the right moment. I waited until I will feel inspired and in the mood to be creative. But it happens like once every 50 times. So obviously I've never, lear I've never learned how to play piano very well. I never learned how to sing very well. All because I wasn't consistent. So, if being consistent is that important, why the hell is it so difficult to be consistent? Well, I would say because we are humans and we don't always do the most rational decisions. Sometimes we choose instant reward rather than to wait and work for something and enjoy something later. There are also tons of distractions stealing our attention every single minute, making us feel like we're just too busy. We simply have no free time to be consistent. I don't know about you, but I used to almost always choose instant gratification, instant pleasure over any long-term gratification. I've chosen to watch YouTube videos for hours and hours and I would spend all my money on buying stuff I didn't need because they gave me 
instant gratification. And I've done all this only to avoid studying or working on my goals. And when I was binging, I was binging over and over again because I was searching that instant pleasure rather than be dealing with my actual problems and and hopefully be happy and healthy in the future. Being consistent is the opposite of procrastination. You choose delayed gratification over instant gratification because the delayed gratification has more value to you and you believe it will make you happier. But I also think it's not that easy. There are necessarily many psychological factors and habits that play a role in it and emotions and all the kind of stuff. So it's not always as simple as saying, okay, so I'm going to be consistent from now on and then you're consistent forever. But it's true that inconsistency and procrastination are pretty illogical. Because as a consequence of not being consistent, you will find yourself starting over and over and over again. And as a consequence of procrastination, you'll be stressed out, you'll be anxious, you'll be tired. Because you're doing things the very last minute. And you will feel disappointed in yourself because you know you could have done better. Like I said, we don't always act rational. We don't always choose what's best for us in some uncertain time in the future. And the instant gratification, no matter how small and how insignificant it is compared to our long-term goal, it oftentimes seems too tempting to resist. Another reason why we are being inconsistent is not being able to see the results as quickly as we would love to. Honestly, tell me what's more demotivating than working towards something and not seeing any results. But the truth is that the small action that we take every single day or every few days don't lead to quick results, but to rather gradual long-term results. It's more like you would be putting off $10 aside every week. It won't seem like much after a few weeks, but in a year you will have $520. And in 10 years, you will have over $5,000. And it's the same with taking small, consistent actions. You won't see the results tomorrow or next week or next month. But you will see the results in a bigger picture. And one more reason, probably the most terrifying reason why we are not being consistent is ourselves. Just think about how many times have you let self-doubt and your insecurities hold you back from what you wanted. I really, really love the quote, doubts kill more dreams than failure ever will, because it's just so true and it will always be 100% true. It is not our incompetence, not a lack of skills, not a lack of opportunities, but self-doubt holding us back. And even though sometimes you would much rather give up, you would much rather take an instant gratification over some uncertain gratification in the future, even though you doubt yourself and even though you don't see any results yet, you always can choose to be consistent, to stay consistent. Speaking of consistency, what can we do to be more consistent? Well, I've already confessed that I am not exactly the most consistent person in the world. So you are probably now thinking like, 
why the hell you are even telling me that if you have no idea how to be consistent? So I admit I would be like, here are my five tried and tested tips how to be more consistent because I don't have them. So I've done a little research on this and I put together a few things that I want to try that I think could help me to be more consistent. And I want to share with you because I hope these tips will be helpful for you as well. So a tip number one for me and for you is setting the frequency from the get-go. I believe the number one step in order to become more consistent is making clear from the very beginning how often you're going to do what you want to do. Is it every day? Is it every other day? Is it once a week, twice a week, once a month? What is the frequency? You can obviously adjust this as you progress and as you discover what works for you the best. Maybe you will realize that doing something four times a week doesn't really work for you. So you'll adjust this to three times a week. On the other hand, maybe you'll find out that you've been able to stick to, for example, reading few pages every other day. So, so you adjust this to reading few pages every single day. Whatever it is you want to do, make it clear from the get-go how many times you're going to do it, otherwise it won't happen. For instance, if my goal is to learn to speak Spanish, I think a wrong way to set this goal is to say I'm going to learn Spanish, but I would rather try to set this goal as I'm gonna study Spanish twice a week for 30 minutes on Monday and Wednesday. Be clear on the frequency and be realistic. You're not doing this to impress anyone. You're doing this for yourself to learn how to be consistent. So be clear on the frequency and be realistic. A tip number two is to be optimistic, be grateful and don't get discouraged if things aren't easy. Because as we all know, things are hardly ever easy. If they were, everybody would be doing them, right? Things are not easy when starting out. Usually they're not even easy during the process itself. But you will get better. I'll hopefully get better as well with each and every little step we take to be more consistent. And even in case you don't manage to stick to the plan sometimes, remember it's always better to do something twice or even once than not doing it at all. I'm definitely going to try to be more grateful for every single day and every single time I manage to do something to be more consistent because I believe that's what essentially matters. A tip number three that's easier said than done is don't focus too much on the outcome and try to enjoy the journey. This follows up on the previous point because we often get too focused on the outcome that we forget to appreciate the journey itself. So let's all try to be a little more present and pay more attention to where we are now, what we are doing, and let's try and let's enjoy what we are doing. Even though that sometimes it's really, really difficult, I know, especially when it's like 5 a.m. or 6 a.m. and your alarm clock rings. It's reminding you it's time to get up and do the work and be consistent and you just want to snooze the alarm clock and sleep in. And most importantly, let's try not to get discouraged if the results won't come as quickly as we hoped, because they hardly ever come as quickly as we hoped. A tip number four is patience, patience and patience. Being patient is again easier said than done, but I believe it is indeed necessary to be able to see any results of you being consistent. It takes a lot of time, it takes a lot of practice 
and it also takes a hell lot of patience. So let's try to appreciate any little positive change that you notice. It doesn't have to be tangible, visible change, but it can be even like the smallest change, whether it's in your mindset, your attitude, your feelings towards something. Every day, every time, there's something we can find to be grateful for and that will help us to be a little more patient. So that's all I have for you guys today. I hope you enjoyed today's episode, today's very first episode of 2021. You know I am not a fan of New Year's resolution, but if there's one thing I want to do more, not just in 2021, but hopefully in my life overall, then it's being consistent. Whatever I set my mind to, whether it's exercise, work, relationships, hobbies, even this podcast, I want to be more consistent. And you can be too if that's what you want. Remember that you have more control over your life than what you think. I really hope that I will be able to do some kind of update on this, on how to be more consistent and hopefully how I became a little more consistent. If you have any tips and tricks how to be more consistent or if you have a suggestion for an episode that you would like me to do, feel free to DM me on Instagram at bingeonselflove or send me an email at anci at bingeonselflove.com. Thank you so much for spending your time listening to Binge on Self Love podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure to subscribe to Binge on Self Love podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss any future episode. You can find more content on binge eating, procrastination, and self-acceptance at bingeonselflove.com and on Instagram at bingeonselflove. Talk to you soon. Bye!